0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 57 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, Certified Life Coach Greg Audino. Today's question is not so much about the struggles of life, however. Uh, So we recently received a question that was half asking about me and half asking a separate, more personal question similar to the normal style of the show. And I wasn't sure what to do with it at first, but I decided to split it all up into two episodes. There have been a few questions, just a few, sent in that I didn't answer because I didn't feel they'd be immensely helpful to everyone. Uh, Either that or they were a little unintelligible. No disrespect to anyone who sent those questions in, of course. I just want to make sure the show is as effective as possible. There was one I always felt bad about not answering way back when about the best self-help books for women. Ma'am, I am sorry I never had answered that, I just just haven't read any. Anyways, what I'm saying is normally I wouldn't take a question that doesn't follow the show's style, and that includes questions about me personally. However, I decided to spend this episode uh, answering this woman's question sent in about me, and then the second part of her question will be answered in the next episode. I just feel uh, we never had a formal intro episode, and I know sometimes, a lot of the times actually, it can be very helpful to know more about the people we look to for support. So today, I will just be introducing you to me a little bit more so you have a better idea of who's answering all of this. And uh, if you want to skip this one, I would not blame you at all because I am not that exciting. Uh, However, for those of you who do want to stick around, here is the first part of the question that was sent in. Hey, Greg, you've got a great voice, by the way. I've really enjoyed the topics you've covered on OLA. I would love to learn more about you and life lessons you've learned in becoming Greg Audino. Who are your teachers? What are your favorite books? Well, thank you. Let's see. So first of all, thank you. Yeah, thanks about the voice thing. People are, people are kind of saying that to me more recently. I'm not sure why. Uh, I'd never really heard it before. Uh, I did. I took one singing class in college. Uh, I went to Goucher College, by the way, I doubt any of you have ever heard of it it 's a little tiny arts and or liberal arts college in Towson, Maryland, about six hours from where I was born and raised in Rhode Island. I hated singing, uh, but in college, I was obsessed with uh, with challenging myself to do little things and though I hated singing, I thought it would be a really good challenge for me because I still felt it took guts to get up there and do it. Anyway, my song for the final show was Oh, What a Beautiful Morning from Oklahoma. Uh, I I basically just watched a YouTube video of Hugh Jackman singing it nonstop and tried to do what he did. (laughs) I think it came out pretty well, though. I also uh, felt it would be good to try singing because, uh, which brings me to my main point, I was an actor at the time, uh, obsessed with acting. It was my whole life. And I would take pretty much any other classes that I felt somehow contributed to my acting. I took psychology classes, communications classes, art classes, whatever I felt was um, in the same realm or it somehow helped it. So I got my undergrad in 2013 and I then made a beeline for Los Angeles. And this is where the life lessons and whatnot that you asked about really start to come into play. So I was living in LA. I was acting full time. It was always a uh, point of pride to me that I got enough work to not need a day job. I've been very into uh, living on my own terms and living a fulfilling life, so the fact that I was able to do that when uh, I don't think any of my other acting friends were was, was really meaningful to me. Uh, got on some cool shows. I had a three-episode arc on Westworld, actually. Actually, one of the questions uh, that came in once that I did not answer uh, was asking how it felt to be on Westworld, so I guess now, now is a good time to answer it after all. It was a lot of fun. All nice people. If you want to see me get my head blown off by James Marsden, my friends always find that amusing. Yeah, that was in season two, episode six, I believe. Side note: I always, I always feel compelled to tell everyone that the the nicest celebrity I ever met, and and honestly, I never met any that were out of line. But the nicest was Hugh Laurie or Doctor House. Uh, great, great guy. I don't know. He and I had a scene together in this show he had going for a couple of years called Chance and it was just uh it was just us no extras or anything and it was a small crew so he and i had a lot of time to talk and it was just very uh it was a very heartfelt real conversation kind of like what we do here uh it went beyond the usual stuff and i always appreciate having that time with him and i appreciate having those types of conversations with anybody but anyway as time passed things changed in my life things that all culminated into what i'm doing now There were some particularly key contributors, uh, a very devastating breakup with my girlfriend from college. During that recovery period, when I often felt like a burden talking to people about it, I learned the value that there is in having someone that you know will be happy to listen to you and support you unconditionally. I also learned the value there is in relationships and how they can be misunderstood or or taken for granted or lost if, if both parties aren't communicating efficiently. And the rise of social media also affected me in an interesting way, Uh, mostly just the accountability of it or or lack thereof. You know, I was regularly seeing people complain about this and that, still do of course, Uh, but no one was really willing to listen to viewpoints other than their own or equally importantly take action. No one was willing to take action on the things that they were complaining about. Just a, a lot of yelling and screaming about what's wrong and then it kind of stopped there. Then, as I turned the mirror on myself, I recognized that, though I wasn't complaining to the same extent, I also wasn't taking action to make the world a bit better. And this did not sit well with me, because ever since I was taking high school philosophy, I've been into this constant self-questioning and existential awareness. It's a blessing and a curse, really, but it does help me hold myself accountable and recognize what I have in life. So I felt this need to start being more useful to people based not only on the fact that all of my days were really spent on helping nobody but myself as an actor, but also because I had so many blessings to begin with. I'm a really fortunate person in general. Of course, I've had my hardships, but I'm I'm much quicker to recognize how much worse they all could have been than I am to kind of pity myself. So it just seemed like it was me, me, me all the time, always receiving in one way or another and never giving. So I started thinking about how to give. I'd actually wanted to be a marriage therapist prior to wanting to be an actor. And before that, I wanted to be a professional hockey player, but that's besides the point. I always got this enjoyment in helping others with their relationships specifically uh, when they asked me for advice. That propelled me into life coaching. I thought. It fits in the way that I best serve people, listening and, and talking people through their through their problems. And the certification is not as extensive as going to grad school for therapy, which I might still like to do, by the way. And I could do it alongside acting, you know, scheduling classes and clients around my acting schedule. So I got certified as a life coach. Uh, I immersed myself in that world, and, and that was that. Eventually, uh, acting no longer fulfilled me. I was doing them at the same time for a bit, but I eventually made the decision to leave acting behind, uh, leave all that hard work behind, leave a theoretically promising future behind, and start working in this field full-time. So I was all in, and that meant a lot of reading. Uh, You asked about some of my favorite books and teachers. I would say the authors were probably some of my best teachers, so these two kind of go hand-in-hand. I've referenced a lot of them in the outros of OLA already, uh, actually, given out a lot of free ads there. So Mark Manson and all of his work is really fantastic. He would be my favorite right now. I really recommend his books and subscribing to his website so you can read his essays. Not only is he great at challenging the self-help world, but he's so relatable and his tone really brings in a new audience that would have otherwise not enjoyed the preachiness of self-help. So I really appreciate that. I also feel similarities with him in terms of how I present myself and how I see things uh, more than I do with other authors, so that was also enough to gravitate me towards him, I'm sure. Uh, Johan Hari is great. He wrote Lost Connections, which is the best depression book on the market for my money. James Clear is great. He wrote Atomic Habits. That's the best habits book on the market for my money. Books written directly by therapists and psychiatrists I tend to enjoy as well. Uh, Faith Harper is one of them, Catherine Pittman. I'm about to read a book called Healing Depression for Life by Gregory Jantz. Uh, I'm also about to read Lori Gottlieb's new book called Maybe You Should Talk to Someone, which is supposed to be great. I've heard wonderful things about that one. I'm currently finishing up Amy Dickinson's book, actually, of Ask Amy, which is a collection of some of her uh, Q&As from 2011 to 2013, I believe. I figured that one was really practical for the sake of. Optimal Living Advice, and uh, help, and I've been enjoying that book. I used to read Eckhart Tolle a lot too, but I sort of drifted away from it. His work is just super particular and, in my opinion, very repetitive. He's a miracle worker for some, no question about it, and though I enjoyed his ideas, I, I, I kind of just wanted to start moving into stuff that was more uh, layered, I suppose. But these people are all my teachers, as is everyone I come in contact with, as long as I'm open enough to hear and understand what they can teach me, whether or not they realize it. Uh, That's a really cool thing about this industry or, or this field. Literally everyone can teach you something, either directly or you can observe them and do a relationship with them to learn about yourself. So the learning is really nonstop if you're willing to seek it out. That can be pretty brain frying, so you've got to try to keep it under control, which I often have a hard time doing, Uh, but such is life. I'll always have my own struggles, regardless of how many of you I help with your own struggles. uh, You wouldn't find someone in a helping position who doesn't struggle with anything, quite honestly. Anyway, the big takeaways for me from all of this and much more that wasn't discussed is to put relationships first. To the best of their ability, studies that measure happiness all seem to determine fulfilling relationships as being the biggest factor. So relationships, 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 guys. Can't say it enough. I should also say that health is important. I'm young and I've always been in great health, but I hear about it a lot from those older than me, so I'll put it out there. And I guess my main lesson, what I try to always keep in mind, is the value of being unattached from certain outcomes. Surely everyone has their goals and desires. This is natural. So don't try to suck the roller coaster out of life by trying to be neutral to everything. It won't work. Um, So have your goals, but don't be so attached to them that they swallow up enough of your identity that you can't find happiness if they don't come true. That's my message. And thank you for putting up with that, everyone. I felt like I was uh, putting my memoirs together there or something. I must say, though, I enjoyed I enjoyed sitting back and reflecting. So to the woman who asked, thank you for asking. Hopefully you guys have a better understanding of me now. If not, you can find me on the internet and learn more that way. I am at com or at simplygreggles on Instagram. The whole squad is at oldpodcast.com or at oldpodcast on Instagram. As always, you know how to keep this show running. Send in any questions you have that you'd like answered by emailing them to us at advice at oldpodcast.com. Advice at oldpodcast.com. We would love to do our best and help you out. We'll even send you a free book from our collection if you'd like one. We still got them in stock. Anyway, thanks again for listening to me babble about me today. I can't wait to talk to you guys next time. And until then, everybody.